Dear listener, I'm Dean Ardenfell, and this is The Corporation, the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. This week, I spoke with a woman who has spent a shocking number of years practically imprisoned inside a tobacco factory, and then I talked to a man who says he was called by Jesus to make cakes at right angles only. It's all very fascinating. Before we get to the episode, though, I do want to read this great five-star review I got recently. And if you'd like to have your review featured on a future episode, just open the podcast app on your iPhone or Mac, scroll down, leave us a five-star review, tell us why you like the corporation, what your favorite corporation is, your favorite CEO, whatever you like. This one's from A Corporation Stan, and it's called I Start My Day With The Corporation. It says, this is definitely one of the best podcasts out there today. Every morning on my commute to work, I'll listen to Dean Ardenfell and his guests, and that just sets the tone for the day in the best way possible. Well, thanks, Stan. That was his name, right, Stan? I'm so happy to hear that we can bring a little joy into your day as you go off to contribute to the great capitalist experiment. All right, let's get into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the longest continual employee at Lasso Tobacco, one of the world's oldest purveyors of cigarettes, cloves, pipe tobacco, cigars and cigarellos, and pure chewing tobacco. In her role as brand loyalty manager, she fulfills the thousands of reward prizes that loyal Lasso Tobacco users earn each year. In her spare time, she enjoys duck boat rides. Please welcome Trixie Newcomb. Hello, Trixie. Hello, Dean. It's great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much the, for having me. The longest uh, continual employee of Lasso, is it Lasso or Lasso Tobacco? I prefer Lassie Tobacco. Oh, Lassie Tobacco. Yep. Oh, that, that's great. I love that. Uh, sort of, uh, sort of uh, colloquialized the, uh, the the old girl because you have been working for this company for a very, very long time. Oh God! So basically, right out of the womb, uh, my wow. mom, my mom was an employee there. My dad was an employee. Actually, they met in the stockroom. Uh, that's no where way. I was conceived. And so essentially... They met it, and I, you were conceived in the stockroom. Both things. It <laughs> well, well, wasn't the same day, Dean. No, no. It was uh, a busy stockroom gosh, back then. And, yeah. and, and they're, so they're just boxing up cigarettes and, and then they catch each other's eye and then yeah. they're, you're sparks a sparkle. Sparks fly. In the, yeah, okay. what we say. Wow, down sparks, at fly, sparks fly. Yep. And so um, pretty much from the time you were what? Uh, how old were you uh, around when the factory? When was I working? They started giving me a paycheck uh, about six six years old, as okay. soon as I could count. I imagine at that time it was probably different labor laws and such when it comes to sure, children. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Are you commenting on my age? Oh, I, you know, I it, you are, as the lo- longest continual employee of this right. company, I just, I have to assume you are up there in years, but I, sure. I, I would never make an assumption. No, that's, okay. Oh, good, That's good. very uh, impolite good. of me, right? right. Do, unless you want to share. Do you want to share how long? I don't, I know. Or I, how I, old? I or I don't. That, n- none of no. that. Okay. I, I don't, don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Done. Great. So, um, so you you are right right now. What you're doing is you're running this like loyalty program. You know, it's kind of like where they get the they get these little vouchers in every pack of cigarettes they buy, and then they get to cash them in for fun stuff, right? Oh, yeah, kind of like an arcade. If you think about oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah, you get the stuffed yeah, animal right. if cash you win enough, right? Yeah, if you if you buy enough, yeah, lastly tobacco, uh, you send in all of your the barcodes, uh, uh-huh. the part on the box, yeah. where you cut out. Okay. We still do it the old-fashioned way, like and a cereal s- box, right? Exactly. Except the 
the prize is not inside. Oh, You've I You've got see. to send them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, but with a cereal box, you used to, you cut out the UPC simply mail it to Sometimes the, it was right in the box. Sure. The Sometimes prize was, the right, prize in the was box. right in the box. You're right. right in the I, box. I imagine it'd be kind of hard to fit a prize inside a box of cigarettes. You'd be surprised. Have, have <laughs> you tried that? Well, it, we did back in 94. Oh, yeah? Uh, we did try what, it. Were you sliding into a box of cigarettes? We were sliding a compact disc. Oh, okay. Uh, but some of them did get severed in the process and... Uh, <laughs> So you're se- you're sending more like two thirds of a compact disc. Two thirds of a compact disc. Yeah. I don't. That didn't last long. Uh-huh. Uh, just to ninety six. Oh, okay. Um, That's longer than I would have thought. I know. <laughs> yep. Well. And so you, uh, so you're doing this, and now you're doing the UPC codes. And what yep. kinds of great things are people, uh, loyal customers of Lassie Tobacco, oh, able to trade their key stuff chains. for? Keychains. Keychains. Okay. Keychains with um, with a, a lighter. Mm-hmm. Right on to the chain. Sure. Keychain with a lighter. Sometimes This is not an inquisition. You seem a little nervous by this question. I, I, uh, w- <laughs> I've been working there for so long. There's so, been so many generations. Sure. Uh, uh, so it's hard to keep up with the latest and the greatest. Sure. So uh, the, the last one was um, the keychains. Uh, they can also get one of those uh, tie, teeny tie babies. Tie babies. Thai babies. Beanie baby. Oh, be- it's not the old ones from the 90s. It's the new version that the kids go crazy for. Oh. With the big eyes. With the, it's, a, it's a partnership sure. because your parents want the tabacky. Kids want the... Pri- and so it works. Mm. They both support each other. Right, right. So... No, I get it. I get it. And yeah. you did great, by the way, that answer to that question. Yeah. Have you been pulled into like, uh, you know, rooms with bosses and stuff La- and said lawsuits. you need to keep up with the latest trends? Do you say lawsuits? No. Uh, no, uh, I thought that's where you were going. No, not at uh, all. No, I was wondering if it's sometimes hard, given that you've yeah. been there for so long, to keep up with all the latest trends and stuff. Um, well, it's not, I, I'm not trying to be ageist or anything. N- just no, um, I feel like I, my, I'm I'm the lifeblood. I'm the lifeblood of Lassie Tobacco. Absolutely, and I have predicted and mm. and and dictated the the way the company. Uh, has gone forward. Wow. So you feel uh, like you have a real sense of... I've got a real sense of what the almost, people want. You got your hand almost kind of on the on the wheel along with the captain. On the wheel. Yep. And it was my, my parents, it was their dream uh. for me to spend every day there. Yeah. Uh, never leave the building. And uh, to fulfill, I spent a lot of time in that have um, you, uh, room at the stock room. I mean, I have to ask. What? Have you never left the building? Well, I'm out now. Well, I suppose you are, yes. Yeah. Is this the first time you've ever been outside the building? Since 2002. Oh, wow. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I have to ask this too. What did you do in 2002? Well, it was uh, two years past 2000, mm-hmm. and I thought it was about time to see if the world was still around. Uh, after Y2K and yep. all that? Yep, yeah. and it was. But that was it was too much... Um, so I went back in, and and mm. my parents at that time, God rest their souls, they said it was a time for me to get out, get out just for a moment to get a sense of what people um, wanted from Lassie Tabaki okay. to get a new read on the situation. Sure. Um, so almost like a rumspringer or something. R- what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I thought you would know that. I don't. Um, so 
obviously a lot of people like to criticize these kinds of loyalty programs that tobacco companies put out there because sure. they're putting out, you know, products that are like exciting to kids. They're sending right. stuff. So, it, you know, a lot of people like to say that if you, if you, if you smoke enough cigarettes, you get a kid's toy, that that's right. basically an, an ad campaign for kids mm. to start smoking. No, no. no? Uh, see, and I, I've never smoked a day in my life. What? Uh, and I, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I took, that took me really by surprise. You've never smoked. Oh God. Uh, Oh, you were not supposed to say that. Uh, but it's great stuff that we sell. Um, okay. Don't, I don't want to make you nervous. We've got I can all cut sorts this out. of flavors. I'll cut it out if you um, like. And the small ones. Have you ever done the any of the other, on, uh, other products, the chewing tobacco or the pipe tobacco? Have I ever done, done them? Have you ever tried them or you know, In my them? hands, yes. You've handled them. I've handled them, yep. Okay. It's good to get an idea of the texture. Is, did, you, did your parents shy you away from... Uh, participating in the tobacco? Well, they both died of lung cancer. Okay, well, that makes sense then. Uh, so, but you're not, you, you, all, you all famously are kind of holding out on the vaping thing. You're, you're doing just the traditional stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, there's no way we're going to be able to compete with the vapes. No? Nope. And we're going to double down on the, the cigs and mm. the cloves mm-hmm. and the pipes, sure. cigars, yeah. cigarellos. Yeah, everything's cyclical. People will come back to that eventually. They're going to come, the, they've never left. Sure. But. Were these really the wishes of your dying parents who spent their whole lives in the business that you live and die in this building? Yes, I guess I guess you could say that. And uh, you, but I have you ever been sad about that? Not till now. <laughs> not till now. I'm so sorry. I've never really thought about it. Uh, well, I, I I'm sorry I brought it up. Um, what about these duck boat rides, huh? Oh my god! Uh, they, there must be. Some I like kind to of watch them on video. Um, oh, on videos, okay. Yeah, I like to watch uh, Boston, Boston, where sure. they get they have duck. Now they are not ducks; they're boats. Yes. And they, but they are made to look like ducks, uh-huh. and uh, famously, ducks can go on water or land. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is that the people, tourists, mm-hmm. will get on the 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 duck on land. Now it's not a duck; it's a it's a vehicle. No, I think I understand. And then they'll yeah. go. the The boat will the car boat will drive into the water, uh-huh. and then they will all they will go from the the land to the water. Yeah. Uh, but they're not ducks. No, I get it. Yeah. But it's great to watch their faces. They they love they love to see the sights, and I have a friend Jim. We're, we were pen pals since we were two, and. He will, he'll film them for mm. me and he'll send me the videos. Wow. It feel, really feels eerily similar to you being kind of almost imprisoned. I don't, I don't feel like that's... No? Well, I haven't felt like that's what it was. Um, Do you ever think maybe I'll get out and, uh, for a third time and go actually participate in this duck boat thing I'm so obsessed with? That's a great idea. It's funny I chose to come out for this, it actually, is, now yeah. that I think about yeah. it. It is. Um, came, the first time you came out was 2002, t- just to make sure the world was still there. And now 22. And now my podcast. I guess it was the invitation. No one's really invited me out I see. before. I see. Well, I'm um, trying to get to the bottom of every Hogswood Cooper employee here. Yeah. But I love my job. I don't know if I mentioned that before. Sure. Yeah. I do love it. I love the people. I yeah. love the four walls. Actually, we've got more than four. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I love the smells, the mm. aromas from inside. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet. Um, well, you know, I want to move on to my second guest here, but I hope you'll stick around sure. here. Don't don't go back to the to the to. company just yet, um, because I want to make sure we get uh, a chance to speak a little more to you 
uh, Trixie. Thank you so much. I'm sorry if I made you sad. Uh, well, folks, my second guest today does everything the right way. And by that, I mean right angles only. And by that, well, I guess you'll have to stay tuned to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you like the stench of smoke on your jacket when you visit Aunt Mary? Get yourself a carton of Lassie tobaccos, cigs, cloves, pipes, cigars. Cut out the barcode. Send them on down to 123 Lassie Tobacco Avenue, Kentucky. And we'll send you a prize. Come on down to the factory for a visit. And you can ask for me, Trixie Newcomb. And I'd be sure to give you a good tour. Come on down. Get your smoke on. Get me out of here. And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Trixie Newcomb from Lasso Tobacco, or Lassie Tobacco, I guess. And now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He is the founder and chief baker at Straight Cakes, the small family bakery that makes sweet things for straight weddings, straight bachelor and bachelorette parties, all sorts of events for straight people. He claims to have received the business plan for Straight Cakes in a dream direct from Jesus Christ. On weekends, he's building a 2002 Saturn SL2 car from scratch. Please welcome Fred Webstone. Hi, Fred. Hello, Dean. How's it going? Great. Great to have you here. So you make these cakes, these these straight people cakes. Uh, and from what I understand, they're all either square or rectangular. They're all straight angles, too. You don't do anything curved. You only do straight cakes for straight people. Is I've that right? I've never seen a curve in my life, Dean. Right. I mean... What was that? What I'm not sure what that means. It all started with a first communion fever dream, Dean. <laughs> okay, great. And so that's when you got the idea for straight cakes. Was uh, in a it was your first communion? The night after my first communion, mm. I I had a dream mm -hmm. so vivid. It was Jesus. He came to me. He said, "Fredison, I there is an underserved population." Mm out there and that is men and women who want to marry each other yeah. and i said i didn't even know they could do that <laughs> well you were probably pretty young at the time huh what's I first communion yeah that's early so so young yeah and i thought how can i celebrate this beautiful tradition sure and i got my ruler out i started i took the first cake I found and just, I thought, how could we make this a little straighter? Sure. Interesting to me that it first came the fever dream. Yes. And then came the idea for uh, right angles. Yes. And then came the baking. So you found a cake and you made it uh, squarer, I guess, more straight. Even more square. <laughs> so this didn't come from a love of baking. This, I had never, I had never even eaten a cake before. Uh-huh. But I thought... These men and women who want to, against all odds, sure. marry each other, Yeah, <laughs> they need something well, to celebrate. Right. And what can I do? I haven't baked before, but with the help of this fever dream. Yeah. Yeah. You keep calling it fever dream, which I think is maybe a little... There was, well, there was maybe some suggestion after the fact that some of the Eucharist had been possibly laced, unconfirmed. Oh, okay. Laced with what? I don't know, but we didn't see that priest or those altar children ever again. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Do you ever think back uh, on that? And I mean, are you, are you thankful that that happened because it gave you your life's purpose? Dean, I wouldn't be here without it. 
who's to say what it did to my brain chemistry, but sure, sure. <laughs> who's to say, yeah. I mean, uh, the fact that you have devoted your entire life to upholding and defending straight people's marriages, I don't think that suggests any kind of brain poisoning at all. I simply <laughs> couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to stand up for the people anyway, because traditional marriage is under attack, right? Traditional marriage. I didn't meet a straight person until I was 18 years old. For the first time, I'm seeing someone who looks like me, mm -hmm. who wants to build, just spend the weekends mm -hmm. building their an engine out of stale Twizzlers for mm -hmm. a car that will maybe one day run. People like me sure. who need cakes so i want to suggest just one possibility here Please. because you said also i had you had never s seen a cake before you started cutting corners on cake correct right? and i'm wondering if maybe you just lived such a sheltered life before your first communion that maybe you weren't just weren't aware of what straight people or gay people or cakes or straight angles or curves even were Dean, you're scaring me <laughs> I'm starting to think that maybe the whatever was whatever you ingested at your <laughs> at your first communion yes. may have sort of wiped clean the memory of everything previous to that in your life or at least so the de details are kind of fuzzy at this point Does the details are so fuzzy yeah. everything before hogswood cooper media is a bit fuzzy gotcha. to me okay gotcha and hogswood cooper i mean you started the straight cakes business hogswood cooper swooped in yes and and picked it up as one of their brands and they've been funneling money into it and all that right they have been supporting me they dean i might even say they saved my life Really? Yes, and my business, and my love of right angles. Sure. I also noticed none of your cakes has more than two colors on it. Yes. I'm just wondering if that's uh, like an anti-rainbow kind of philosophy that you have. Well, some say that colors are a spectrum, hmm. but please, we all know that's please. nonsense. You're either one color or you're another you're color. You're not a spectrum in between. Color. You understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So that didn't really answer my question, but I assume... The two colors on the cake are the only two colors I've ever seen. I, I see. And it's a binary. And it's a binary. The two colors being on the cake, it's one or the other, right? Yeah. What, is, what would be in between that? Yeah. And then you if, you have, if you have a gender reveal cake, for instance, just one color, right? Yes. Right. Do you do those as well? I, I'll, I do. That's one of my number one products. I bet. We've been experimenting with uh, various mild um, projectiles sure. in yeah, the cakes. We've had a couple of accidents. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it would be a gender it. reveal product if it didn't have some kind of like dangerous explosive or something that potentially could go that's wrong. That's what I said in the ad. That's, that's how you go viral with your gender reveal. That's what I said. That And Hogswood Cooper Media agrees with me. Yeah. So it's we're still in the testing in the testing sure, phases. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting. Let me bring my first guest back in here because I want to talk about this 2002 Saturn car, and I just think it's an interesting uh, coincidence that 2002 is also the year that Trixie left her building for the first time. I may, I may have seen it. You may have seen it. What is it, Fred, about the Saturn 2002 that you're building in your garage? Why? Why that? Oh, it's, Dean, it's simply the most gorgeous car I've ever seen. The SL2, that's a two-door. After door. I saw it, a two-door, who needs more than two doors? Yeah. Two, it's it's a binary, people. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's another binary, yeah. It's, I think there's maybe probably four cylinders in it, so two and two, you know? I've 
I'm still. I haven't built that part. We're still not okay. around. It has doesn't right. move Did yet. Did you say Twizzlers when you before? Stale Twizzlers. They are providing the structure. Okay. It sounds more which. like you're baking an, uh, an SL2 than. I'm working with what I got. Sure. And Trixie, do you think you may have seen one of these cars when you walked out of your? I'm. I'm not sure. Are are most cars built with uh, Twizzlers? Oh no, we're just talking about the Saturn SL2 as it came off the assembly line. You know, oh. in, two th- in 2002. I must have missed out on the duck tour that day. Sure. Well, the video of the duck tour. Oh, you went on the no, duck tour? I went on. You went on the duck tour? Yeah. I went Are you just on remembering that? Yeah. Because I asked you if you thought you might do that one day. And I, I'm going to do it again. You're doing uh, it again. Because you're right. I, I did go on one once. I'm just curious as to why you didn't tell me that when I asked you. This whole podcast has been a lie. I, I, I'm so sorry. I, feel, I really I, feel like I've made you uncomfortable. I, I'm so sorry. I, I just didn't want anyone to know. I did leave... I did leave the factory a few other times. Oh, okay. Uh, just uh, peered out the window, and I may have seen the Saturn car. I don't. Okay, th- again, this is not a position. I'm not. I'm not putting <laughs> you in the spot here. It's fine if you did. If it's fine okay. if you didn't. And I don't care if you left the building you don't or not. Care. No, I'm not here to. Mom I'm and Dad can see everything. Oh, okay. Well, not uh, anymore because they're both gone, no, right? No, you you'd be surprised. You said bless their souls as if they were. They gone. can. Do you? Your listeners can't see this, but I'm looking up to the sky right now. Yeah. Um, much like, much like the fumes from one of our. Oh, pipes. you don't need to do a sales pitch right now. That's uh, fine. The, the That's quite all right. Is it possible <laughs> that you had first communion recently? Okay. I think I never had one of those. No. But maybe I did. But my, there, my certainly you're working hands-on, Trixie, with a whole lot of chemicals and, you know... I'm in there all the time. Yeah. I mean, even though you're not smoking, you're handling a lot of stuff with arsenic and all sorts of other things. Is it possible those things are leaching into your skin, possibly even your brain? I guess I never thought about it. Um, I guess uh, I guess what I'd love to see for both of you... I, I would love to see both of you get out there a little more. I think that's the, sure. the real takeaway of this episode, is that, you know, if Trixie, it's okay to leave the building. Sure. I don't know who's telling you it's not, but I would love to see you get out there. Shh, thank you. And Fred... I think you just need to get out there more in general. I think, <laughs> and I think when I finish this Saturn, baby, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be out there. And I'm n- I don't know if a lot of us are going to hold our breath for a, for a f- completed running Saturn made of old Twizzlers. So I'm wondering if maybe you just like put it on ice for a minute and uh, or up on the blocks and just get out there and kind of uh, just see what things are. You know, see if you see an inanimate object where you're like, what's that? I don't know what that is. Maybe just ask, what's that? So you can log it in your head. Because it seems like right now we've got rulers, cakes, cars to a certain extent, uh, straight people, and marriage down. Yes. Yes. That's certainly an interesting idea, Dean. Great. I'll take it under consideration. I, I'm not in the business of giving out advice, but it does seem at this point in the conversation that I feel like I should encourage you all to get out there and, Fred, and experience some stuff. Fred, I mean, if, I, if I'm, I'm so sorry, Dean. Yeah, no. Fred, um, sounds like your cakes are pretty popular. That's what I've been told. They're out there. They're out in the world. Would you ever consider um, maybe doing a partnership, perhaps? Um, I don't know if you heard my my part of this segment, um, but we do prizes um, for fo- folks who purchase our, our brand, uh, the products of our brand. Go. Sure, um, why not? So I thought maybe if, if, if enough folks... Uh, purchase our products they could send their barcodes to me and they could, i could send them one of your two-tone cakes 
That sounds like a wonderful idea. And when I learn what a product is. <laughs> That's the show for this week, everybody. Trixie Newcomb was played by Stephanie Alba. Stephanie is a Vermont-based improviser who performs regularly on the Thursday show Mothra at Vermont Comedy Club. Fred Whetstone was played by Max Higgins. Max is a stand-up comedian and musician in Vermont. Check out their American Werewolf Comedy Showcase and Comedy Wolf Open Mic, both at Radio Bean in Burlington. I'm Nathan Hartzuk playing Dean Ardenfeld. You can follow this podcast and see behind-the-scenes video at The Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok, and visit the website at thecorporationpod.com. Please subscribe, review, tell your friends about this show, and hey, if you're in the Burlington area, I hope you'll check out a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hello. See you next week.